Welcome to Janan ICF Love All podcast, a podcast about how to live a God-fearing life. Each episode addresses how to use the Bible to answer real-life situations that allow us to demonstrate real Christian love. Now, here's your host, Pastor Joe Summers. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Love All podcast, the Love All podcast. Hoping that you are having a great week and that the remainder of this week will be a blessing to you. And remembering that it's important for us to love each other. Uh, The episode today is on cultivating the fruit of the Spirit, emphasizing gentleness and self-control. This episode will discuss the fruit of the Spirit with particular emphasis on gentleness and self-control. We find the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22-23. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Again, Galatians 5, 22-23. These are qualities as we as Christians must believe that the Holy Spirit cultivates in our lives. Some mistakenly think of this as as various fruits, but it is only one fruit of which all traits and characteristics are necessary. We must examine ourselves daily to determine if we are weak in any area and act accordingly. Now, when we look at the verse again, it begins with love. And because we know that love is the most important characteristic that Christians should have. But it doesn't minimize the others. And even though we find that gentleness and self-control are eighth and ninth in the order, that does not mean that they are less important than the others. In fact, the others are wrapped into gentleness and self-control. The fruit of the Spirit is highly relevant to our lives as it represents a set of qualities and virtues that can profoundly impact our relationships, actions, and overall character. Here are a few ways in which the fruit of the Spirit is related to our lives. Personal growth and transformation. The fruit of the Spirit serves as a guide for personal growth and transformation. By nurturing these qualities within ourselves, we can become more loving, patient, kind, and self-controlled individuals. These virtues shape our attitudes, behaviors, and responses to the challenges we face, leading to personal development and a positive impact on our well-being. The fruit of the Spirit can help us to create healthy relationships. The fruit of the Spirit plays a crucial role in fostering healthy and harmonious relationships. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and gentleness create a solid foundation for deep connections, understanding, and empathy. They enable us to treat others with respect, compassion, and forgiveness enhancing our interactions with family, friends, co-workers, 
and even strangers. More importantly, strangers. Gentleness and self-control have always been a value trait as exemplified in the following quotes. Mahatma Gandhi says, Gentleness and self-control are the true hallmarks of greatness. H. Jackson Brown says, In the confrontation between the stream and the rock, the stream always wins, not through strength, but by perseverance and gentleness. And then we have the third one here. Self-control is the chief element in self-respect. And self-respect is the chief element in courage. Thucydides. Those are just a few quotes that, that underline the importance of gentleness and self-control in our everyday lives. Let's start uh, talking a little bit more about gentleness. And as always, we try to start with definition and make sure that we're all on the same page. Gentleness is defined as the ability to show kindness, humility, and compassion. Gentleness is defined as the ability to show kindness, humility, and compassion. And let's look at some of the verses in the Bible that, that discusses those. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Philippians 4, 5. Proverbs 15, 1 says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Remember, it's not always what we say, but how we say it that's so important. Okay, It's not what we say, but how we say it. So we should always try to be gentle in our conversations. The, the positive impact that gentleness has in personal relationships, professional settings, and society as a whole is so important because it reflects who we are as Christians. People see us by our actions. And we are demonstrating a... a um, personality of being gentle, then people can understand that and accept that. If we demonstrate one of not being gentle, of being harsh, talking loud, talking uh, uh, rough to people, then people will see that as well. So we need to be careful of how we act. Let's look at some specific examples of how in everyday life we can look at gentleness. A parent, a parent responding gently to a child's mistake. A child is going to make mistakes, but how the parent responds to those mistakes will affect that child for the re remainder of their life. The parent should respond gently, correcting the child when necessary, but in, the, in that way they are fostering a nurturing and loving environment. Co-workers sometimes don't get along. But a co-worker that's offering gentle feedback and guidance promotes collaboration and growth in their workplace. A community leader who's dealing with some social issues where there are differences of opinion 
okay, but they can show gentleness by demonstrating empathy and understanding and fostering unity and reconciliation where necessary. Now, let's look at self-control. Self-control. Uh, again, let's look at the definition first. The definition is of self-control is the ability to govern one's actions, emotions, and desires. To govern one's actions, emotions, and desires. There was a comedian uh, once uh, who used to say that anytime he did something wrong, he said, the devil made me do it. Well, the devil really didn't make him do it, but it sounded funny, okay? But we have to understand that the devil does not make us do anything. The devil does not make us do anything, and we cannot use that as an excuse for our lack of self-control. Our self-control is essential for personal growth, success, and maintaining healthy relationships. Okay. Let's look at some scriptures. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath. But we are imperishable. Comes from 1 Corinthians 9, 24-25. This passage compares the discipline and self-control exhibited by athletes in their training to the perseverance required in the Christian journey. It urges us to exercise self-control in all aspects of our lives, in all aspects of our lives, keeping our focus on the main thing. And the main thing is the eternal reward. Proverbs twenty-five twenty-eight says, Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. 2 Timothy 1, 7 For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power, and love and self-control. We have the power if we exercise self-control. We need self-control because we have various challenges that we have to overcome daily. We have to use self-control when we're resisting temptations. And we need to use self-control when we are making decisions so that we can make wise decisions okay. now how does this work on a daily basis we can choose to respond calmly and thoughtfully in a heated argument avoiding destructive conflicts so if you're in a discussion with someone and they're raising their voice but sometimes we raise our voice and that's not appropriate we should always be kind and be gentle when we're having disagreements and not allow ourselves to get into a heated argument that we raise our voices and get into a heated argument. Okay? We should practice self-control in managing our personal finances, leading to financial stability and responsible stewardship. Okay? If you know that you have a budget, 
then you stay within the budget. You do not overspend just so that you can say that you bought something or are showing off to neighbors. Okay? We need to have self-control. And lastly, here, we need to develop the discipline to prioritize our health and well-being, resulting in improved physical and mental fitness. How many people say they're going on a diet and they go on a diet for one day and then next day they're off the diet? And no real reason why they're off the diet other than they lack the self-control to exercise properly and to eat properly. It is important that we learn that self-control. Now, how do we do that? We look at ways to cultivate gentleness and self-control in our lives. We emphasize the importance of self-reflection and self-awareness to identify areas of growth. We're not perfect, but when we know, when we look at, at where we are and the issues that are, arise, then we address those issues immediately. That's what we should do. We should encourage and practice empathy, active listening, forgiveness as a means to enhance gentleness. How many times we are in a discussion with someone and they are explaining something to us and we're not listening to them because we are so busy trying to come up with an argument. We're thinking about what we're going to say next and we're not listening to the other one. So we're not active listeners. Or someone's talking to us and our mind is somewhere else. And so we don't really hear what they're saying. That's not being gentle. That's not having self-control. To be, have self-control, we need to set clear goals and create action plan when necessary so that we can motivate ourselves to stay focused, to stay focused on being self-controlled and gentle. We need to practice mindfulness and meditate and meditate on being calm and reduce our impulsive behavior. Self-control, self-control. Now, what happens if we still struggling? Then we should seek support from someone else, a mentor or a family member or a friend who can help us. They can provide guidance and accountability to make this thing work. Okay. Now, we have to be careful that we understand the importance of self-control in our lives. That we understand the importance of gentleness. It is They are not there as an afterthought. They are there as a forethought that we think about gentleness, we think about self-control, before we act. Before we say something, we think first. Then we speak. You don't speak first and then want to bring it back. Too late then. You think first before you do it. Okay. So those are some, some thoughts on gentleness and, and self-control. 
Uh, if you have others that you want to share with us, please feel uh, comfortable in, in getting with us and emailing us or WeChatting us or whatever. Uh, you can contact us and we can talk about uh, if these things. Uh, if you are struggling with uh, either one of these, self-control or, or gentleness, then again, find someone who can hold you accountable and help you to go through the process. These are very important. Remember, we love you, we love you, we love you. And thank you again for being a part of our podcast. You are a blessing to us. And understand the importance of love in your life and love in my life. Take care until we get together again. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on Janan ICF Love All podcast. New podcasts are scheduled each Monday and Wednesday. Make sure to visit our website, www.jananicf.com, where you can find weekly sermons and past podcasts. Please remember to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, We'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out. If you like the show, you might want to email us at loveall at jananicf.com and request a free copy of our ebook, Gems for Daily Meditations, and sign up for our daily thoughts. See you next time. Blessings and love to all.